0: The Cup of Nurses Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to Cup of Nurses Podcast. We are your hosts, Matt Rautrik and myself, Peter Fendra. Cup of Nurses Podcast is a podcast where we talk about current health news and trending nursing topics, one conversation at a time. One conversation at a time,
1: and many conversations. Anyway, today's today's podcast, we're going to talk about how how emotions affect your health at the behavior level, the physiological level four tips on how to help manage your emotions and then we're going to dive into the current health news which talks about e-cigarettes on how they might be damaging your um, cardiovascular cells guys
0: so is it a better alternative for cigarettes we don't think so uh, no I don't think so but it is a, something new I think e-cigarettes came out like probably within the last 10 years I'd say so a lot of times when these things get approved by the FDA or whoever approves them they go through testing but when they do get approved, you gotta think about it. They go through a large-scale test on society, so obviously more people smoke e-cigarettes currently than they did back when they did research. Have and, you ever smoked the e-cigarette before? Uh, I have. Made um, me cough personally. I don't know. It's just it's just different way of I guess smoking. Um, There's also like the vapes. Are those considered e-cigarettes? I think so, right? There, yeah. It's any kind of vaporizer. Yeah, but just like with with everything, everything new that trends gets um, released to the public, a lot of times. We realize over time that these things probably aren't as healthy as we initially thought they were. Same with cigarettes. Initially, people thought cigarettes were were a good thing. You know, Coke used to put cocaine in their Coke products. That was thought to be a good thing. You know, people prescribe coke, cocaine as like from a medicinal purposes. As a medicine. Yeah. So the more you experience this, the more times people use it, you kind of gain more research, more uh, knowledge about it, and then it kind of proves that it probably isn't as good as you thought it was. But then it's already too engraved in society, so it's a lot harder to change from yeah. that. And that's
1: a problem because whatever the news is, that's the way public receives information. So there's this giant push for information that was saying that e-cigarettes are safe. So now the perception for kids is e-cigarettes are a better habit than smoking. And you're seeing so many people doing this. But we're not realizing that, hey, it's actually kind of causing issues. So uh, May 27th, the Journal of American College of Cardiology, they released a study that shows how having these um, e-cigarette juices, this flavor that people are inhaling and ingesting, it's actually causing damage to the blood vessels. It's hindering the human, um, the cardiovascular cell, um, and it's losing its ability to function and to survive which is a huge issue because we know that cardiac cells, once you,
0: you know, have them, you lose them. So, Yeah, a lot of these additives are, are tested for digestion, and they are proven safe for digestion, but they haven't really been tested on um, like, absorbing it through your lungs, like breathing it in, inhaling them. Uh, one of the ones that we've, we um, found out some information about is the diacetyl. And that's how you say D I A C E T Y L. I think it's diastole. It's, we'll it's an
1: additive that. that was used in popcorn, which made it kind of you know. It was that smell when you open up the popcorn bag. That's that nice. Aside from butter, it's a diastol um, smell. It was used in popcorn for a long period of time. Now we're realizing that it's causing something called the popcorn lung, which is called bronchiolitis. Which is in a way It's kind of inflaming your lungs It's kind of Making you get really short of breath Really quick And it was an artificial flavor That was used in popcorn It's still used in baked goods And candies And What do you know 20 years down the line
0: 30 years down the line We're realizing that it's bad for you Yeah like it's Okay for your digestive, but once you breathe it in, it's a whole whole different thing. Like you know, asbestos back in the walls, people thought it was no big deal, but once you breathe it in, you know, cause caused epithelial cell damage as well. now you have to be certified in order to
1: even take that um, asbestos, right? The tile downs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot and, of old homes have. Yeah, I know my old friend used to do flooring, and he said that sometimes they went out for a contract to take down or to like put in hardwood flooring, and they would cancel the whole job because they had those kind of tiles. Yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's how hazardous. Yeah, you see a lot of lungs. billboards, like, hey, do you suffer from mesothelioma? I'm sure you've seen them. They're all, they're all, they're all around, but that kind of diverts back to what we're talking about, like something we thought was safe before is not safe anymore. Yeah. So this whole study, what it summarized
1: is what happens to those cardiovascular cells, it loses the cell vitality, it um, increases reactive oxygen species levels, which I was a little bit baffled by trying to understand that, it um increased inflammation as we know inflammation is bad for the body it's good for a short period of time long periods of stress actually makes the body have like a chain reaction of bad hormone reactions so that's bad and it confirms endothelial dysfunction so we know that we have high blood pressure our cells like to kind of expand to lower it and you know squeeze when it has to go up and it's losing that Basic function, which is really important because our heart is constantly beating. The you know the pump and the the pump and the kind vessels. of blanking out the vessels. We call it like a plumbing system. Mm-hmm. So
0: we should probably not do e-cigarettes. No, I probably I don't recommend them. Any kind of smoking you shouldn't do. Um, that's kind of gonna any kind bring, of smoking, huh? Well, I was gonna bring it up that it's gonna kind of see how uh, marijuana affects society too. Like, is it gonna be? damaging to your, to your lungs, you know, could you smoke marijuana. I mean, we'll, we'll find out a couple of years online.
1: Yeah, it's still, it's still not federally acceptable, mm-hmm. but per state, it's interesting to study a state-level society to see how it's, you know, being changed by marijuana.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool how government works. Like, we have federal laws and, and state laws. It's pretty cool. But but I think that... off-topic. Yeah, off-topic. But
1: definitely marijuana smoke... When it comes to the lungs, it's probably bad because you're inhaling that thing and you, you know, trying to hold it in as long as possible to get high and cough it out. You're coughing your lung out. I don't think it has any positive. It's pretty strict <laughs> huh It almost seems like you've done it before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, so good. public record here. Huh? Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> what's today's topic? Uh, emotions. So we wanted to talk about some emotions, uh, how they affect you, how you perceive them. Um, emotions. First of all, they have a subjective uh, aspect to them. So if somebody, you know, makes you angry and, and you, you feel angry, you know, somebody's chewing their gum real loud and, and you can't stand them chewing the gum, but, you, you know, you, you hold it in, and that's kind of a subjective approach. You know, they're not doing it on purpose, or they could be doing it on purpose, but you're the one that's actually experiencing an emotion. Yeah. So the outside world has that stimulus,
1: right? So yeah. the stimulus could be anything from, you said, chewing gum to somebody freaking screaming out loud, shut the, up. Yeah, somebody tr-
0: trying to find their dog, you know,
1: and any kind of, like, I mean, well, this doesn't make you mad, but, you know. It, it's kind of, we could talk about it, right? It's kind of funny. So, side note, you know, we're recording in Oakland, and our downstairs neighbors lost their dog, Calvin. Nothing funny about that, but two minutes before we're recording, everybody's screwing out
0: Calvin outside. We're just like, dang. it's going to be an interesting podcast. People are going to be just hearing this dog's name. Yeah, I think um, we gave away some bad juju because... The dog's kind of loud Which I mean It's okay You know Dogs are loud whatever. It woke me up I work nights It yeah. sucked So it's kind of loud and Downstairs And you know, like you know We're just like It's kind of like <laughs> The dog, like usually, you hear the dog roaming around downstairs, you know, like jumping and stuff, and doing doing this thing. And it was like quiet, and then we would just hear them trying to find a dog. We're like, oh, oh, damn, they lost their dog. I called the the blind dog because it always sounds like it's freaking hitting walls downstairs. <laughs> it's <laughs> always hitting something. It's like,
1: damn, man. Especially when you, you know the neighbors leave to work. We work the opposite shifts, and you know we sleep from eight a.m. till three p.m. Let's just say, and that mother. So just roaming around. Hey, he's
0: one active dog, man. So mm-hmm. it's just funny. I yeah. will um, we'll let you guys know what happens yeah, to Calvin next yeah, week, but, but hopefully but we, they find him. Yeah, but we ain't talking shit. I'm completely found the dog. It's a it's a big scary dog. It's a German Shepherd. Yeah, it's all black with white eyes. Look, pierce your soul. But yeah, and that dog it makes me feel emotionally uh, a little frightened. That's a subjective. It's a sub- subjective feeling, you know. No the dog, dog's cool. Dog. I have no problem with the dog. He's, he's a nice dog. I'm sure he's a great dog. I'm sure they feed him well? You know, it is thing. interesting so we talk about
1: emotions mm-hmm. that dog for a dog lover could have a positive emotion and the stimulus is rewarding it's good oh what a beautiful you know dog for us somebody that's like let's just say doesn't like dogs that's a negative emotion they're associating that stimulus which is a dog to something neg- negative and it's,
0: it's creating uh, an emotion yeah and that the emotion that they take in is subjective um, you know like Matt said something that can make you angry and your subjective feeling is anger Someone could be telling a joke, your subjective feeling is happiness. Yeah, you know, but that's just one aspect. Another aspect is like the physiological approach, or not the physical approach, the physiological effect. So obviously, I am not obviously, but the way we feel a lot of times affects um, how our body works. Our actual human body, ourselves. So when you get angry, um, your heart rate tends to shoot up. You know, imagine yourself in a bar, You know, someone knocks for your drink for a third time, you know, you start to get real angry, your heart rate starts to go up, you start sweating, your pressure goes up, you know, you get that sympathetic nervous system response where your vessels constrict and you get blood pumping to all your, like, you know, powerful organs, your liver, you know, your kidneys, your brain, because you're gonna either fight or flight, so you're either gonna leave angrily, fight somebody, take a punch, or deliver the punch. And that's basically your SNS response. Killer or be away. killed. To, I might deliver the punch. Yeah,
1: deliver punch. But it's kind of funny when we talk about the effects, and so it like let's just say in church, I was always like nervous about you know when you like have to shake somebody's hand. So
0: before this, got some sins you want to talk about here. They yeah, had the sins nah, No one's going to prison today We'll, we'll pass on that For the next episode
1: I think there's so many um, People listening to me, me Confessing here Yeah episode 30 Is going to be in a prison cell <laughs> Behind bars And I'm Alcatraz In San Fran Eating some ramen Yeah um, You lost my train of thought here okay. So let's just say Oh yeah I'm in church So the stimulus is When everybody says Grace give yourself You know A hand And I used to always be nervous Because my palms Used to get sweaty So before that Event happened My palms used to Sweat and I used to never be able to control it, and it was weird, till I became very self-aware, took myself out of the stimulus, and be like, Matt, it's okay, breathe. Nothing's going on. And once I learned how to um, tame my emotions to that stimulus, you know, I could shake your hand normally, now, and I'm not sweating. You sure? Yeah. It's getting kind of warm in here. Like a lie. So, yeah. But it's crazy how emotions give us that, you know, butterfly feeling. Let's just say we're going on our first date or something, and it's, It's interesting how we're connected. There's this mind-body connection
0: that's um, affecting us. Yeah, Yes, like we said, stress and fear and anger, uh, they tend to cause the sympathetic nervous system response. Uh, But what that response also does is slows down your digestion. So your body doesn't focus so much on creating digestive enzymes or digesting your food. Uh, Peristalsis slows down. That happens a lot of times with stress or with anger. So if you're angry a lot of times, or you're, or simple or little things stress you out, you know maybe you just don't want to be talked to and somebody decides to say hi, and you're just like don't talk to me, you know. And you're stressed out for for really no reason. You're bringing baggage home with you from work, and you're always stressed, you're always angry, always upset. Someone's always not going the right way. A lot of times that could um, like cause IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and digestive issues because you're putting all that blood, all that um, you know, your body's focus on. Like your heart or your brain, instead of pushing that blood to your. They might have found Calvin. Yeah, guys. I think Calvin got found. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So, I want you guys. It's a lot of time with, with the stress and with, with like, you know, feeling upset, anger, people have digestive issues, you know. It's not, it's not really a good way, it's not really a good thing for longevity. Yeah,
1: and that's the problem with like high stress, high cortisol, right? And IBS, it's interesting how a lot of people think it's a disease and now we're finding studies there is one i could find in post it's saying that the mind gut connection is directly linked to irritable bowel syndrome because the way you feel is sending you know nerve impulses down to your gut and the gut bacteria is actually taking that in and the gut bacteria is being affected so if you're bloated if you're you know passing a lot of gas having smelly bowel or something's going on in your bowel mm-hmm. you might be very, you, you might be having some You know, weeks and days of high stress, high anxiety, which might be leading to this. So, yeah. And
0: imagine you associating um, change or trying new things with a high amount of stress and anxiety and frustration because you're trying something new and it just doesn't go your way. If you're trying out something new for the first time, it's never going to go your way. So, don't have a fear of doing something new because then that's going to generate the same response over and over again. You know, if you're anxious and and always, you know, upset with doing something new, it's gonna slow down your digestion. It's gonna ramp up your heart rate, and you're never gonna be comfortable doing new things. Yeah, and it's kind of boring life. It is. And you can't poop. And you can't poop. I actually thought about something right now,
1: live. So in the hospital for all the nurses, we always have something called prophylaxis, right? We have DVT prophylaxis, which we put SCDs on. We give heparin or Lovenox to prevent blood clots. We also have prophylaxis for the stress ulcers in the stomach. We give them protonics. Why are we prone to getting stress ulcers in the stomach? Because high levels of stress in the mind. Yeah. So it's interesting how we're giving medicine to stop stress ulcers, but the real prevention of it is up here to right. cope with the hospital properly. So we're like giving medicine as a secondary way, not as a primary way to prevent stress ulcers.
0: It's very, it's very interesting. I haven't really thought about that until now. Look at you So you think you're going to Give your patient a protonics This morning Or are you going to Give him a double dose <laughs> Breathe and meditate I'm going to give him A double dose of protonics I'm going to relax man i Never mind I'm not going to say it Mr. Williams I think
1: you're having A bad day today I think you should meditate <laughs> I think I should put This pillow over your head right now
0: <laughs> That's a little crazy man That's <laughs> no, horrible That's no, why just want to You know it's, People just distressed You all sometimes But it's, I never did that Never did that in my life I don't plan on doing it either So you have to laugh okay, you go huh? Maybe you're Going to go to jail Goddamn. Isn't that crazy? Joe's that nurse that went to jail in Germany for murdering like 25 people. Damn. Like, was it Or was it one of those murders where, like, you know how some people want to die and there's no really legal way of killing them? I don't think so. I think this is actually linked to, like, medicine and things like that,
1: mm-hmm. like uh, negligence of care. Interesting. Hopefully it wasn't pushing heavy potassium. Damn, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, maybe that's. Oh, cool. fuck them, I guess. Damn. You swear right. Anyway, so let's talk about behavior here. So emotions are feelings that you feel from a stimulus and eventually long-term periods of emotion could lead to a behavior. So if work is you know, making you every, every single day, you're eventually gonna develop a behavior which is frustration, anger. That anger is gonna carry over which is a behavior. A long period of time, a behavior could turn into like a personality which is anger management or he has a short temper. And it's crazy how we're creating these links in our mind and our brain that are connecting all these things. And it's it's making you easier to get angry now. Now you're having just like you know like drugs, they high you're addicted to drugs because you're like wired. Well, let's just say there's a stimulus is creating anger. You're going to you're going to be you're going to have anger management because your brain is already hardwired. It's easier to have that stimulus than something else.
0: Yeah. It's a lot easier for you to repeat the whole process day in and day out, so hey, you come home from work, you're angry, you do some heroin. You know, it's a lot harder, it's a, 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 pretty extensive, you know, yeah. yeah. it is. But you know, I'm giving you an example here, so you know, you, you come home, you're angry Angry at work, work made you mad, you shoot up some heroin, you go to sleep, you pass out, you wake up the next day, bang, another another bad day, go back home, shoot up again, you know, and this repeats over and over again. I'm not, I'm not laughing because I think this is, this is funny, but, but people get into these habits and they're very unhealthy behavioral habits uh, that they use to cope with their, with their emotions that it just becomes so engraved and so much easier for them to just keep doing what they've been doing to change. And that goes back to how the physiological response and um, your subjective approach to, to your emotions. Like, like we said before, if you associate change uh, with an increase of heart rate, you know um, slowing down of di- digestion, you know negative thoughts, anxiety, stress, then obviously it's gonna be a lot harder for you to, you to do something different than what, you, what you've been doing. It's just like self-discipline. It's like if you don't want to get up to the
1: gym, you're always taking the easy way around and you know watching a motivational video, then going back to your old habit, or I'm gonna have this one snack that's in the fridge, that's this ice cream sandwich because. It's just not my day today. I got angry. So you're always finding things to go back to that old self. You don't want to change because the human body loves comfort, loves stability. There there's a reason why it's homeostasis. Back in the hunter-gatherers age, we always try to find some kind of equilibrium in order to survive. Now that mechanism is kinda of like it's a dead mechanism because we already have, you know, a house, we have food and water for the most part. You know, most part of the world, right? Other than the unfortunate parts. So because we have this, our old system of finding homeostasis is kind of like, it's irrelevant. But now it's creating lazy people because we like comfort so much. We don't like to change.
0: We don't like pushing ourselves because we love homeostasis. Yeah. Like you were saying back in Encounter Gather days, um, their way of disrupting homeostasis is, you know, running away from predators, um, hunting for their food, you know, not knowing exactly uh, where they're going to sleep, um, is someone going to attack them at night? Is an animal going to come get them? Now we have that state in that of, you know, we're obviously not going to get chased, chased down by a bear or by some kind of a dinosaur or, or a predator. We're not really hunting for food. So that stress is gone. So now a lot of our stress is more in our heads. It's more of more mental. You're always overthinking things. You know, um, back in the day, I'm, I'm sure if somebody was, uh, presented a threat like a bear running at you, they would react a lot quicker than, than we They'd probably throw the spear, and we'd probably think about it. Hey, how should I throw the spear? Which which angle should I throw the spear? You know, we have a lot more. We think a We're lot more now. Society, yeah, we think a lot more now than we thought before. Before it was more quick thoughts and actions nothing really, really you act. too complex once you dive deep in, deep in your mind especially with like meditation you start to ask yourself these questions you know hey why why does the apple far from the tree you know all that kind of things and now your stressors are more internal and instead of like these outside predators or stressors causing us physiological changes we could actually do that with our minds yeah. and that makes sense why people have, I mean, let's just say like social anxiety disorder
1: they're so wrapped up in their head that they go somewhere with a little bit of stimulus and their head is just mm. running with thoughts and they're like I have to get out of here I, I have to because I can't handle this, and it's all in here, it's all in here, and it's interesting how some people say, "You want to learn discipline? You want to do that? Why don't you go learn a freaking combat sport? Why don't you get punched in the face twice, and then you learn to freaking make quicker decisions and react and to stop thinking yeah, or just sit down? Yeah, because up, you know, because getting yeah. punched in the face hurts. Yeah, or that silence. Mm-hmm. So we wrapped it up with um, emotions, behavior, how this happens, but. The question is, is now, how do you cope with things? How do you realize, you know, things? Because no one just has like the self-awareness switch. So we'll provide you a little bit of, you know, a few tips how to realize these things. So one of them is called hit the rewind. So let's just say you come home, you know, you had a stressful day. You come home to, you know, to get dinner. Your wife didn't make dinner and you just lash out at her. That's not wow. fair. That's not fair. And she takes the stress and you have to and then point there is you have to ask yourself how did I get here? How did I get here where my emotions kind of took hold of me and I lashed out angrily? Cuz you're reacting to your emotions. You're not in control. Your emotions are in control. How do you control yourself? Remove yourself from the stimulus and ask yourself how did I get there? am I upset because my wife didn't make dinner, or am I upset because I had a long day at work? And if you had a long day at work, you have to realize you don't take that baggage home because your family and your relationship will suffer. So leave that shit out on the door. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard, and I get it. Nobody's perfect. I have my days as well. You do too. Mm -hmm. But just learn to understand where that frustration came from. Make peace with it and just leave it behind. Hit the rewind, you know what I mean? And ask yourself where... It's like, where did I get this emotion? Cope with it. Hey, sweetie, I'm sorry I had a bad day. We'll go grab dinner. I'll make
0: dinner. Give her a little kiss on the cheek and it'll work. (laughs) Yeah, and especially if this is happening um, like a lot of times in a row, um, probably reflect or hit the rewind and reflect how you approached the situation last time or or how have you been approaching the situation before. Because obviously, if you do the same thing that you did before. You know, you're gonna cause the same slew of problems that you caused initially. So maybe you just got to react differently. You know, don't come in with anger. Come in like Matt said. Hey, I've had a stressful day. Um, I see you done done a lot. Dinner's not made. Maybe we could just eat out, or we can make dinner together. You know, we'll make it quicker, make something easier, or, or just eat out. You know, it's not a big deal to spend. I rather spend 20 bucks on dinner than have an argument with somebody. You know? when Matt's upset, I just I just feed him. You know, you can just you know, feels better. And I stopped
1: talking, huh? <laughs> um, anyways, the next tip is like um, hit the forward button. So let's just say you're in this state where you're upset. It could be anything else. Let's just say you have to make a quick decision, which could have some consequences. So take yourself out, give yourself a third person perspective view, remove all that emotional stimuli that's making you react, making you feel, making you you're making your decision based on an emotion. Take yourself out, make a rational decision. Think about, if I do this, what's going to happen? Or you have to ask yourself, how does this emotion affect others? Are, the, are the other people feeling the same way because of the way I'm reacting? Because you don't want to hurt somebody based on how you feel. So hit the forward, give yourself this perspective, and think about what you're going to do. Because if you take yourself out of the stimulus, you're going to be more rational,
0: and you're going to make a decision based on your values. Yeah, you have hopefully you have good values yeah mm-hmm. like said you want to look um, in, into the past to kind of uh, guide how you're going to react you also want to see what these actions are going to do like hey if you do this it's going to cause A, B, C, and D you know and then those are your choices. Do you want to cause A, B, C, and D or do you want to just cause A so you kind of got to reroute your path? Yeah, and then you'll gain perspective to the way you're feeling there when you took yourself out
1: and you're going to be more attuned to your thoughts and your mom, your mom, uh, your emotions and you'll make a better decision. I mean, it's, it's kind of easy to say now, But the key is self-awareness and start realizing where your emotions are hijacking your actual, you know, your present moment and making you react, making you think differently. Because a lot of people don't know that and they continue that behavior. And some people aren't aware. And the other person, instead of being, you know, understanding, will just attack them, too, because they feel like they're being attacked. Mm -hmm. And it creates so much conflict. And sometimes you need that person that's a rock that could ground you and let you know, like, hey, babe think you're, you know, lash now a little bit. How about you call me at five? Yeah, relax. Relax a little bit, you know. Peter's favorite word. The other one is um, to dive in. So, let's see here. <clears throat> you have to ask yourself, how are you feeling? And are you believing this feeling? So dive into your emotions. Let's just say you're going on this first day, you're feeling butterflies. And you're very, very nervous. You're just, you know, reacting. Just Things are very, very subjective. How do you... How do you relax a little bit? You have to dive into the way you're feeling. You have to really ask yourself, Am I, you know, is everything really okay? Or like someone gave me a piece of advice. Let's just say I'm nervous before going into my first day at work. Well, think, think mentally, what's gonna happen when you get out of the first day? You're gonna be happy because you just conquered your first day. You're gonna feel like you know you're on the top of the world. It was a good day. You're gonna get some sleep. So always think about what's going to happen that next hour, like the forward. And it's going to help you kind of emotionally
0: cope a little bit better, you know, whatever you're trying to expect or anticipate. Yeah, so you know what what happened, or you know what you did last time, and you know you don't want to do that, or you do want to do the same thing. And you kind of have a plan of what's going to happen depending on on what you do, and now you actually got to be in in the moment, moment and feel, is it going the right way? Is this working out as you planned? You know, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling a little bit more confident, a little bit more calm? So this is the doing part. So yeah, it's great that you've worked out all your issues in the past, and you have this great plan that should go, you know, on un, um, uninterrupted. But sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. But you just gotta acknowledge your present moment and just just listen to yourself and understand what you are feeling and why you are feeling that yeah, way. Yeah,
1: I like how you said, like, listen to yourself. And sometimes we're not realizing that we could adjust like our inner thoughts. And it's just sometimes take a listen, be in peace, be in quiet, and listen to your inner voice. What is your inner voice telling you? Are your emotions positive or negative? How am I, or let's just say there's a situation, how am I reacting to the situation? Sometimes we're not realizing that our inner voice, our ego, is telling us a bunch of negative emotions, negative thoughts. I want to go do this. You're not going to be good at that. You're going to suck at that. There's always this inner voice that's pushing you, nagging you down, saying, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Someone else is better than you. And that's that creates like fear-mongering state. And you're never living up to your best because you're always limiting yourself, you know what I mean? It's always like this dark state in your head. Your body could do it, you just can't because you are you haven't had this barrier, this hurdle. Just like people say, oh, how are you so positive? Well, it just didn't happen over day. I literally analyzed my own conversations and I put positive thoughts into my head daily, daily till I developed the habit of it. And I wake up feeling grateful, feeling ready to take on a day for
0: most of the part. Yeah, our body can do the work. It's more of the... The mental barriers that we got to get through and a lot of times what um, I found to work is if you really fix it on one negative thought or negative emotions or negative emotion try to um, reflect or deflect that, that negative thought or negative emotion with something positive positive. and every time the negative thing comes to mind so let's just say hey I'm gonna fall you know every time you think hey I'm gonna fall Think of something else. Um, like mm-hmm. the reason why you're happy. Like I don't know how to think about. Like like oh, I'm gonna have some candy or something. Mm-hmm. Well, candy's a bad, bad coping coping thing. But just think of something positive. So instead of saying every time you think of, think about falling, think about something something good. Something good from your past. You know, just something happy. Up. Yeah. Switch that negative emotion for something positive gonna help you out so much it's gonna then eventually what's gonna happen is you're gonna stop thinking about the, about the negative uh, concept less and less and less and finally you're gonna forget about it and it's gonna come up once in a while yeah but then when it does come back once in a while you gotta be careful because it might reoccur over and over again especially if you haven't had a fall if you haven't fallen in like six months and then you fall on, on like the eighth month you're like damn i'm gonna fall again you kind of gotta rework uh, rewire your brain again Unfortunately,
1: the caveat here is that negative emotions are so powerful, just like Facebook's algorithm favors it. Let's just say you had like 10 great things that happened to you throughout the day, and then you go on like Facebook or you go on one comment and one thing, one negative emotion, like you know, pisses you off. All those 10 positive emotions just canceled out because of that one negative emotion. So you have to become aware of that too and learn how negativity shouldn't, you know,
0: take you off center as much. Isn't that crazy? We are. Easily and more fixated on the negative than the positives. We're drawn towards it. Yeah, you're gonna save 10 lives But the 11th life that you couldn't have saved that's when it's gonna haunt you to the grave and it ruins your day Yeah, it's not fair and Wait, so, just, how, just how our mind is, and we kind of get got we kind of have to get out of that loop. Cause when you were saying with the social media, it's a lot harder to get rid of negative emotions because they keep feeding you. You know, the, yeah. if someone wants you to respond. It's not gonna make you happy. They're gonna you know troll you or they're gonna say something to annoy you or make you angry. Yeah, even news. And the last tip that we like to give is something called the
1: mindful moment. So let's just say you're in a day full of stress, learn how to take a mindful minute. So tips on controlling emotions is just becoming present, take a pause, remove remove yourself from the stimulus if you have to, and just take some few deep breaths and hold it in, let it go, feel your abdomen you know, expand, your lungs, your shoulders broaden, and just take a break. Take all that in and just feel alive, feel grounded, feel present, and understand that everything is okay these are just
0: emotions that are causing me instability, and I'm being grounded again. Yeah, I really like that mindful mo- moment thing, especially with the breathing. Um, especially at the gym or outside of the gym, if I'm like like sore or some muscle is a little tighter than the other, I kind of just uh, close my eyes and just deep breathe. But with that breathing, I kind of focus that breath on like you know my tricep or or my lower back or whatever's hurting, and some, it even sometimes it feels better. You know, so so breathing and like the mind, it could definitely. It won't hurt, you know, just try it out. And oh, it's always, always good to relax, you know, de-stress a little bit, take a break at work. Mandatory breaks in California are great.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk about next week about travel nursing, so stay tuned for that one. Because we are enjoying our eight hour shifts with two 15 minute breaks, 30 minute lunches, off the unit, let's just say something's happening, shit's hitting the fan, here you go, take care of this for me. I gotta go get my food. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Subscribe. Whoever listened this far, toodles to you. Send us an email. We'll send you guys a free shirt. <laughs> yep, the dog got found. The dog got found. It's a great day. Hopefully everybody takes in, take this in. Have a positive day. Take a mindful minute if you have to. Rewind it back to kind of learn some techniques, how to, you know, don't let emotions get to you because you're an awesome
0: person. You're an awesome human. Yep. Take control of your thoughts. Keep it smooth, Oakland. Take it easy. Bye.